The following podcast discusses subject matter not appropriate for children. Please use discretion when listening. This podcast and all linked or referred to materials should not be construed as medical or psychological advice, nor are our opinions a substitute for professional medical or psychological expertise or treatment. Listening and or responding to this podcast does not indicate that a professional or therapeutic relationship has been established. Hello, welcome back to Vanilla with a Side of Kink. I'm Renee. I'm Dan. And we are currently talk- talking to you about uh, November of 2015. November, so November, December of 2015, and January of 2016 were not horribly exciting times. What? I mean, that's the holiday season. Why wouldn't it be exciting times? I mean, that's an excellent point. However, there was a little bit of excitement, but not a lot of excitement. So we continued teaching naughty practice all three of those months. Yep. We continued having two event, two all tied up events. Yep. Two all tied up events. One in North County, which was our flagship event. And yep. then we had started a second event down in San Diego proper. Mm-hmm. So I think November was just our second month doing that. And then we started a third all tied up event in November of 2015. We started third Fridays also up in North County. Yeah, because we were having such we were having a good response from people. People yeah. wanted to learn. More rope. More rope. More rope. So yeah. So starting November 2015, we had three all tied up events a month. And then that continued in December and January. And that third Friday event we looked it up because neither one of us really remembered having it. <laughs> um, it, it, it carried on until COVID. It, yeah. it was, it kept happening every month. So um, that was good. Um, and then November. So each, each month, November, December, January, we attended um, some interesting classes. November, we took a class on erotic hypnosis, trance and suggestion for BDSM. And, um, the, I have the class description and the, what was written was in this introductory level class, we will show you how to make your play better through intentional use of trance states and suggestion. These techniques can be used in all manner of scenes or dynamics on their own or in combination with other forms of play. The workshop will include exercises and demos that will give you the tools you need to start using this powerful technique to your scenes. So I know that was brand new information for both of us back then. Um, I remember a little bit about the class. I remember it was things like um, the the presenter was a top and I think he could make his bottom like have orgasms on, on not, not on command, but by saying a word like that he mm-hmm. had hypnotized her that when I say this word, you'll have an orgasm. Conditioning. So, um, you know, so much of what, what we do in kink and one of the reasons we engage in kink is because of that pleasurable, not just orgasms, obviously, but like that pleasurable altered state of consciousness that we talked about in the past that's also called subspace. So <clears throat> this is just kind of goes hand in hand with that. You know, it's like it's another way to affect the mind as well as the body. 
Yeah, and there's there's definite different different things out there that are used with you know hypnosis, where conditioning can happen, uh, and people respond to a certain word. You can do that with you see that with with um, dogs responding to a mm-hmm. word conditioning. It's a conditioning mm-hmm. um, to have a reaction or a response to a specific stimulus. So it's like Pavlov with his bell, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it, by no means, um, Dan and I are so far from expert on that. It's not even funny. But we were interested, obviously, because this is an interesting topic. So that happened in November. Um, there is apparently, you know, it, it is a thing to be like part of an erotic hypnosis group. So if that's something you're interested in. You could Google kind of what's near you. But just another kind of offshoot of um, – of kink, of another way to practice your kink, another way to elicit sensations. Right. Um, and then at the end of November of 2015, we were invited out on um, our friend's boat. Yep. Our friend was one of the doms in the community. And so what did you want to say about that? This, the, he's, this, uh, this particular person was a very charismatic, outgoing, friendly, just, just – Wanted everybody to enjoy their time and, you know, was was very welcoming. And we were still fairly new uh, to the community. You know, we've been, we'd been around long enough that we had had established ourselves. But we still – there were still parts of the community we, we hadn't really delved into yet. We'd been around long enough that we were starting to kind of come up with a friendship group, you yeah. know. So the other people that were invited that day was kind of people that like that was included the people whose house we'd been up to in Orange County before or in yeah Orange County where you did your first ever suspension. Um, oh right, yes. So it was like a group of people. So we were starting to become parts of a group. Yeah, there were several couples there, um, and of course he had his his submissives on the boat. Uh-huh. And one of them was a very was was an experienced rope top, um, and did um, self suspension. Uh-huh. And one of the you know we we were playing with rope on the boat. We were out on the harbor and we were just goofing around. And then she got the the, the bright idea to go self suspend herself off the boon, uh, which is the uh, the bottom rail of the sail. Out uh, over the water. So uh-huh. she is literally, she <laughs> tied herself to that and we swung it out. So she is literally hanging over the water, uh, inverted because of the way she hung her, she suspended herself. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was just cool to be there and watch all that and, and see all that. That's crazy. That you, you get to see people do things that they enjoy and love. And that is part of what this all is about is creating a group of friends or having a group of friends that you feel comfortable around that you can do things with that aren't necessarily having sex all the time. That's mm-hmm. that's not, but, but there's are doing things that are sen- sensual or sensational and give you the opportunity to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And of course, going out on the boat was fun. And, and it's a way to, that you can see how kink is incorporated into a vanilla life. Yes. I don't know if any of y'all were in the bay that day, but <laughs> you saw, saw someone hanging off the boat by rope. That was us. Yeah, we we definitely had some fun that day trying to just in, just enjoy our time together with these friends. Yeah. And it is different when you're hanging out with people who are kinky. 
versus people who aren't because you can maybe I, I say act differently. Um, you're not as worried about it's not offending them, but that they shocking, shocking them. them or having them making feel like them you're feel making it. Yeah, exactly. So there, there is benefit to having friends that are aware and comfortable with you doing things that are a little bit uh, kinky mm-hmm. or a lot of bit kinky for that matter. Uh, as we go about the day. So that was kind of fun. And, and of course, November here, you might be thinking, November, being out in, in the water? What are you talking about? Oh, Welcome to San Diego. This is San Diego, where, hey, it was beautiful enough to be on the water in shorts. And uh, it's absolutely crazy. Because today, a couple of weeks ago, we were filming and we said, it is a gorgeous day. The birds are out chirping and everything. And today, which is in end of July 2023 is when we're recording this, Recording, not filming. Okay. Uh, yeah, recording. <laughs> it is overcast, and it's been raining off and on today, it's which is super really- Super humid. It's got to be like 100% humidity outside, which is absolutely the opposite of San Diego weather, typically. Yes. Uh, and yet, you know, hey, it's still, still, not, uh, still not 30 degrees outside as it is in some parts of the country. Yeah. Uh, even yeah. now, yeah. Of course, you're gonna be way up in Alaska, I guess, for that to be the case. But um, I know I was talking to one of my my offspring, my my son, and he is uh, in the middle part of the country. He lives there with his wife and family, and he was saying it was 112 degrees outside with 100 percent humidity. Crap! And he works outside uh, doing um, uh, some level of construction where he drives up one of the the big loader trucks. And he just he's like, oh my gosh, the difference is is crazy. So oh, I could not do that. I, yeah, not my not my cup of tea to live anywhere else except San Diego. So anyway, back to November of 2015. We the other thing of note that happened that month was Christmas lights got to go up on my house. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because so my first husband, we separated in 2013. So 2013, I had no Christmas lights. 2014, I had met Dan, but just in the October, you know, before Christmas. So that wasn't, we weren't quite at boyfriend, boyfriend material where he would be, you know, asked to put up Christmas lights. Right. And I was actually gone Christmas anyway. You were gone Christmas. Exactly. We were just too new. But then 2015, here we are. He's moved himself into my house. And all the other things started a business together, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I want Christmas lights up. And what was funny was that I don't know anything about the Christmas lights on my house because my first husband always (laughs) did that. So I was like, they're in the garage. And he's like, I need more information than that. I'm like, I can't help you. They're in the garage. And so we actually called my first husband. And that was, I think, the one and only time you and he have had a conversation on the phone. And it was great. My first husband was like, okay, you're looking for this container. It's shaped like this. It's this color. <laughs> and so, so ex-husband and boyfriend collaborated to get Christmas lights on my house. I, I love the fact that she thought that I could even hang Christmas lights. I don't know where she got the oh, idea. Oh, you that- did it just fine. That was eight years ago. You were younger. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta hire somebody today. I'm I'm much older, much more much wiser. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Anyway, so that was the vanilla part of that month because I was I love, 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 love Christmas lights. I'm the person that goes every year in 
drags people with me to go drive around and look at Christmas lights in the neighborhood. So I finally had Christmas lights. I think you even put up like the ski the skiing polar bear on the on, roof on of the, the garage. Front roof, yes, and yeah. I swore I'd never do that again. Nope, not doing it. Yeah, first husband hated that too. Yes, well, maybe you had to climb through the window. <laughs> front window to get to the front roof it was pretty funny and she's got one of these little pull-up table things up in the front window so you you can't stand on it because you i weigh way too much to stand on the thing so trying to get up over that and get into the window and get out onto the it's like yeah i'm gonna tie rope inside the house to hold me to make sure i don't go tumbling off this roof (laughs) but it looked amazing little skiing polar bear (laughs) okay so that was november and then december same events, same naughty practice, same three all tied up events. And then we had a class. Our class that we took in December was on um, kink, poly, and sexual health. And we had one of the members of the community who was a physician mm-hmm. um, who also had a, a kink persona. We knew him we knew him by his scene name. Um and some some people knew him by his vanilla name as a physician. Um, he ended up giving this talk, and on this talk, he did disclose his real name. So mm. there's that. But it was really interesting because the description says, um, "Come and join as we discuss how to be risk aware, what symptoms a doctor looks out for, and ultimately how to keep you and your partners as safe and happy as possible." We will be covering the common sexually transmitted infections and their symptoms, treatments, prevention methods, ideas for keeping poly families safe, and finally, an anonymous question and answer session. So if you've ever had a sexual health question that you haven't had the opportunity to ask, this was the time where you could do this. And so when you walked in, they gave you a piece of paper and a little pencil and said, so write down your question, and they they and then put it in this basket or something. And then at the end of the event, they not or the last part of the event, he would reach into the basket and pull out questions and answer them, which was really cool. Well, it didn't put people on the spot, right? For asking a question like, "How do you cure this disease?" You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that that you know from a from my you know relatively new vanilla perspective, I thought that was great. Like they. I think we had told you in the past they did like a first aid, a kinky first aid yeah. class. So this was like the next level of that. And it was it was great, especially the part about keeping poly families safe. Because think about it. If you're polyamorous and you have multiple partners and you're having sex with multiple partners, there's a lot of discussion that has to happen around that. Are you going to use like condoms with all your other partners except your primary most people don't want to do that, so then you're running the risk of transmitting diseases to each other, so you have to have those conversations, and you have to kind of have an even higher level knowledge base of STDs and things like that. Yeah, and um, it's interesting. His his wife and I actually tied together one time. Yes, you uh, and she were, were play partners for a little while. For just a short little bit. I don't even, I haven't. I think she moved away. I haven't talked to her at all, so no idea. And it's a long then time ago. January, um, the class we took in January was called Lightning in Your Hands. And mm. it was a workshop on the use of violet wands, which what? we've told you about before. So they had a whole 
two or three hour presentation about, um, let's see, we will explore soft teasing techniques using different attachments and even yourself to caress your bottom with sparks. <laughs> we will explore harsher tormenting techniques to make your bottom jump out of their skin as you light them up. We will explore combination techniques with impact play using various electrified toys and even predicament play with wands. So I love electric play love. So we went to this um, and had a fantastic time. Was this the one where um, at some point in time, he, the you shocked yourself? I shocked myself. I, I don't remember. I think it was the presenter. The presenter said something and said, "Here, do this," and I ended up shocking myself while I was doing it. I don't it. think this teacher was the one that taught that time, and, hmm. and I don't know. I could tell you where that, where we were when that happened. I don't think this was there. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I know there were a couple. We took a couple classes on. We took every uh, class we could go to. We it was were, fun. We took multiple classes on multi, on the same topic. And, and even even going to the classes, you saw your friends. You saw the people that you hung out with. You saw the people that you would. See at different events. And that's how you made friends. Right. Was was going and showing up. Right. And then what happened in the middle of January, Annie? There were January twenty sixteen. We have turned the corner to a new year. Damn, twenty sixteen. January twenty sixteen. I don't oh, I remember what happened then. What happened? So we had as you heard previously, we had our episode where suspension did not go very well. Um, and we have continued to work on our skill, continued to practice, continued to hone our ability uh, to make sure that we were going to be able to do this safely and effectively. And the theme for this party was Star Whores. For what party? You haven't even told them what you're talking about. Oh, it's about. a party. We're going to have there's a play party. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Stop, rewind, let Renee explain. So, in the middle <laughs> of January. We had we went to a big play party. So they're in their community. There's big play parties and there's smaller play parties, and it's literal bigger venue, smaller venue. So January sixteenth, twenty sixteen, was the big play party in the big venue, and the theme of it was Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars play party. Okay. So <laughs> now continue. So in order to think about that, I wanted to suspend Renee, and I wanted to have something that was Star Wars related. And so I got the idea of creating her, making her into an X-Wing fighter. So I had to think about how could I do this? How could I, uh, at a venue with her suspended, make her look like an X-Wing? Because obviously she she's kind of... You know, she's in the air. She can't really do a whole lot, but I ha but I want to be able to make it look like she actually has the X wings on. So I started looking up how that might be able to happen, and I went over to uh, Dom Depot. Uh, for those of you that know what uh, the name, the real name for Home Depot is, is Dom Depot, and uh, I found some some styrofoam panels mm -hmm. that were large enough. Uh, to to like probably three foot by three foot styrofoam panels, and I got four of those. And then I got some orange duct tape, <laughs> and I got some foam insulation that goes around pipes. And so I also got two steel, uh, thin steel plates. Uh, they may have been aluminum plates, but I needed something that I could bend into position so I could actually mount the styrofoam to them 
and then or and tape them to them so it would look like you know the X-wing look, and then the foam uh, insulation on the outside would be the guns. So by the time we were done, I made two the two sides. Oh no no, he's cutting to the chase. He comes home from the the uh, hardware home improvement store with all of these items and sets himself up in the garage and is in there for hours, hours. And mind you, when he moved himself in, he moved himself in with the clothes on his back and he had just talked to my ex-husband about, you know, where Christmas lights live in the garage. So he was pretty much in the garage at my ex-husband's tool bench looking looking for the tools he needed for hours telling me he's going to make me into an X-Wing. And my first response to that was, what's an X-Wing? <laughs> and he had to show me a picture of it. And did I mention it took him hours? Like, I'm talking seven, eight hours in the garage. Uh, have I mentioned that I don't hang Christmas lights well? I, I, tools are not necessarily my, my forte either, but I was determined. He was determined. I was very determined. And so I... I figured out how to put all the pieces. I got the the forms bent. I got everything done, and I created the thing. I got the pictures. I should post the pictures on our Instagram. You should. You have the pictures. Of, I, he has the pictures of the the wings that he made. The wings, yeah. Not of me in the suspension because at this at at all the venues, big or small, you're not allowed to have cameras. Cameras. So, so your phone cannot be out. So he put me in the suspension, attached the X wings to my body. And I heard it looked amazing, but I've to this day never seen it. Yeah, so there's no photos of actually swung that. her around and spun her around and and made the pew 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 sound. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. He may have been having a little too much. Fun. It was super fun. I mean, it was it was our. I don't know that it was our first play party back as as a play party, but we'd worked really hard with the suspension stuff with what we had available to us. Mm-hmm. To make sure that this would be a successful suspension. Well, we just kept my arms out. Yeah. We to this day we do suspensions with my arms out. Yeah. It hasn't really impeded us other than that. No. But it has been it has been an interesting journey, that's for sure. So creating that was went along with the Star Horse theme and <laughs> I think it was the hit of the evening in my opinion. Um We might have a picture of us dressed Dressed to go to that party. We did. We had lightsabers. I was I was dressed as a Wookiee. Yeah. I was dressed as a Wookiee. And I had Star Wars leggings. Yes. Yeah, we'll so see if we can find that too. Find that and put that on our Instagram. Our Instagram handle is uh vanilla with a side of kink if you're if you are interested. Uh please yeah, hit a like on there. We'll and try to put the photos up of what we're talking about. Yeah. And it gives you gives you a little bit of some visualization. Yeah. And you can kind of see who we are too. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's kind of scary. That's kind of scary. Uh, all the things. So what else happened? So then the end of January, we we had another class we went to that was, uh, the topic was getting started, and the description says, navigating entry to the scene while staying safe, setting boundaries, and having a great time. So this was something, as we've said, we've, we went to every class that pretty much that was offered. By this point, we're teaching our own intro class, but we would still attend any other class because you're you can always learn from another person's perspective. You can always have a refresher. You right. can always learn more. So that was the end of January. Um, and, and I always tell people when they go to classes, it doesn't matter what the class is. If someone's teaching, chances are you're going to hear something, something. some nugget, mm-hmm. some piece of information. Even if you've been around for years, uh, I know when I go to rope conferences or go to an intensive. 
I know that a lot of what they're going to say, I probably have some level of understanding of already, but I go in there with an open mind to, to receive how they say it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people give you a whole different way of thinking about something, mm-hmm. even though you, you understand what they're talking about, but giving you another way to explain it to people. And I call that adding tools to your toolbox. And that's what's always cool. Well, that and also you learn differently based on where you're at in your learning pathway. True. Like we have a student who... Um, like we would teach something and then he would also go get the same education somewhere else and come back to us and say, oh my gosh, I learned this over there. It was so great. And we'd be like, well, but we taught you that. And I, and he was like, oh yeah, you did. But the timing of when he heard it the second time or the fourth time or the seventh time mattered because you could hear things differently as he got more skilled in his rope career, he was able to hear things differently. Right. Well, we had a student just the other day who was one of our pre-2019 students um, who was now taking some advanced classes and was recognizing in the advanced classes they were taking things that they felt, well, that isn't necessarily how I was taught. Oh, and yeah, it was yeah. great. It was a great conversation. I really appreciated uh, her transparency and her appreciating what she had learned, but also recognizing that she could now understand things about what she was being taught now that she could not have understand understood previously. Right. Just because she has experience. And experience is a great teacher. And sometimes when you start out, you don't know all the things you need to know in order to even interpret the information that you're given. Right. So it's... Well, and part of what else I think she was saying was that, you know, when we teach, we cater to teaching these newbies and we hold them on a very short, tight leash, mm-hmm. at least when they're at our events or in our classes, because we want people to be safe and not get injured. But as you get more experienced, we, you know, th- your risk profile changes, and we do the same thing. We engage in much, much riskier behavior with play partners that we have been with for years and trust. And so part of what she was saying was that she had learned enough of the basics from us, or she said kind of all of her basics from us, that now as she's, you know, years into her rope career, she's able to hear different perspectives and different philosophies and be able to make a critical thinking decision on should I follow this philosophy or not? And that's all we want. We want students to be able to make their own decisions, but with the right knowledge base to do it from. Yeah, because we always tell our students, you know, we're we're only a part of their journey. We're not their full journey. That right. We expect them to go on and learn other things and try other things and learn from other instructors um, because otherwise, you know, th- they're going to be limited. Right. We're not, we're not trying to, we're not trying to create many me's. Right. And we don't expect nor want people to be super, super um, tenuous in what they're doing, that's, you know, but we want them to be super tenuous until they know enough to be able to make better decisions. Yeah. So it's super exciting to see people on their journey and seeing those moments when they're, when the eyes open up and the ears open up Mm -hmm. and and things change. Well, in that January, you went back to Texas on a business trip. Did you go back to that person who taught you the suspension information that I'm sure I did ended up getting me. I, I don't remember exactly what I remember I did either. There was a there that time of my life was starting to create some other. There were some other things with my mom going on that was keeping me pretty, pretty dialed in at that moment. Yeah. Um. So. And then the very end of January, we went to 
a play party at a dungeon out of town. Up in Orange County. So at that point, right, we had we had kind of two two main dungeons in San Diego, the bigger one and the smaller one. And then we had um this one in Orange County. We had one in Riverside. I think it was yeah. I think um, it was still open at that point in time. The Riverside one? Yeah. Yeah, cuz they all they all kind of came and went. But this one was in Orange County. I don't know if they're still there. I don't think it is. I don't think they are. Anyway, this is one of our first times going to a party out of town, which um, the, the the dungeon was beautiful. They had just beautiful ambiance and decorations and all the equipment and everything. And I remember thinking this was really nice because no one knew us. Right. We were not the known entity as we walked in the door. So having having a little anonymity was was really nice. It did did create a different feeling for us, I think. There were a couple of people there that did know us, but we weren't known by like the owners or anybody else. Right. Or they weren't like it wasn't filled with half of our students. Right. Which is always a little awkward. It, it is awkward it's because like when you're mom with and your... dad are playing and the kids are watching. <laughs> And we and we appreciate our students, and we you know we when we're in that teacher student mode, we're we're very careful with our students to keep that professionalism in place. But right, we still get to play and we still get to do things, so right. it's kind of fun. Ah, uh, wow, baby girl, we're already at twenty nine minutes. All right, well that's perfect because that finishes January and then February twenty sixteen. We take a vacation. That's what it says. That's our what it says. First ever. Kinky conference. Yes. And our almost first ever vanilla vacation. Almost first? Yeah, Disneyland was kind of our first. Oh, okay, fine. What? So that's going to bring us into February 2016, and we will tell you all about. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. There was so many things. So, learned. oh my gosh, so much. Yep. All right. Well, we appreciate you being here, and that is going to be all for this episode. We look forward to seeing you. If you're enjoying this, please tell your friends. We absolutely would love to have a review from you if you uh, have the opportunity. If um, We're super excited to have you here. And if you need to have a question, you want to reach out to us, we'd love to have questions. You can do that on our website, which is vanillawithasideofkink.com. Okay. Until next time. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.